0: Hey everybody it's me Greg Miller from Kind of Funny and you're listening to My Xbox and Me with my son MC Fixer. That's right, not Mick Fixer. He doesn't like the Mick <laughs> Fixer thing. Don't say that anymore. Hello, and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 159. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside boy Gatorade's Get Hat Moments himself. Snow Bike Mike.
1: How are you Snow Mike? I'm doing great. What is going on, my Xbox and me group out here? MC Fiction, thanks for having me on again, my guy.
0: Dude, 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 this is like how, this is the first time you're on a official show, let's say. Not uh, not like the, the. Uh, what was it, we did uh, E3. The E3 show's not not official, but this is your first numbered episode, I guess. How you feeling? This is a long time coming, I, my dude. I'm feeling good, you know, I've wanted to be here. So
1: I'm excited to bring the Xbox hype. You know, I usually get the phone call around big Xbox events, E3, yep, yep. XO 2018. Fix hits me up. He says, hey, can we bleed green <laughs> together? And I'm like, hey, I'll be there. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you to everybody listening, supporting my man, MC Fixer. And I'm ready to talk Xbox. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Before that, let's get the rigmarole out of the way. Uh, if you want the show early, have us to patreon.com slash MC Fixer. I heard you guys loud and clear. Mr. Moody was in the chat screaming at me saying, I'm not getting it early enough. I deserve it earlier. I said, all right, we're going to start recording on Mondays. So we're doing that now. So you are going to get the show a full week early. It will be edited and uploaded straight away, I promise. So patreon.com slash mcfixer. If you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, go over to youtube.com slash mcfixer. Uh, for all that content, Snowbite Mike's here, so you better go check out his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Snowbite and hit that subscribe button, uh, also you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and of course, the big one, we did it finally, Spotify, we're out here, and the show goes live every Friday, Mike, let's just get straight into it, my dude, before we get into it, before we, before we get super, we're going to do What's in Our Box, we're going to do a normal show, but how are you, like, we had a little chat in the front, this is a long time coming for you, Talk to me, baby. Talk to the people.
1: Fix, I'm doing well. You know, fall is in the air, but winter is coming. And beautiful Lake Tahoe, we're gearing up for snow. We got our parkas out. We got our shovels out. And we are ready to hit the slopes with some extreme skiing, snowboarding, and maybe even some snow biking. So your boy's feeling good. Me and the pug dogs are staying warm inside the house. But uh, just having some fun, playing my Xbox every day. And uh, other than that, I'm doing good, Fix. I'm doing good.
0: A little fact you may not know about me is I hate the snow. Fix. That's the truth. I'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you. I hate the snow. Hate it in the. Do you know why I think I hate it the most though? It's because over in the UK we're never prepared for it. It doesn't happen that often. So I haven't got the right shoes. I haven't got the right coat. I'm freezing. I'm like, no, this is not for me. I'm not feeling this one one bit. Maybe I have to come down to your parts and uh, check it out one day. Well, there Maybe. you go. There you go. It, Maybe. Snow usually comes at unexpected times. You're usually not
1: ready for it. And then when it hits, you're like, man, I got to go dust off the car. I got to heat up the car. I got to get myself warm. Where's nope. my snow pants at? yes it's a I, whole rigmarole i don't even own
0: snow pants yeah that's not a thing over here <laughs> anyway let's talk about xbox this is our weekly xbox podcast So let's get straight into it what's in our box what we've we been playing this week mike what you've been playing mc
1: fixture i've been playing so much of course a lot of red dead redemption 2 as i'm sure okay. many okay. of you still are It's yep. a big game it's a juicy game mm-hmm. so you know we're about two weeks out of release so i got a lot going on there Tested out a little Battlefield Five with my EA All Access. So I got a little, oh, okay. little of that. All right, that, all right.
0: Let's, that tasted slow, good. Slow it down, slow it down. Let's start with Red Dead then. Let's start with Red Dead. Obviously, you listen to this show. You listen to this show weekly and it, it's still crazy. You like, I see the shout outs, I see it in the Twitch chat. I love it. But you're a real fan. Like You actually listen to this show every week i love it which is crazy i love love it i love it (laughs) so you heard my opinion on red dead redemption uh last week um what are you thinking of the game i'm
1: all in on it fix you know i've heard your opinion i heard Mm -hmm. crash out there talking about it Mm -hmm. i gotta say i think this game is amazing you know the setting the scope of it all from anything you can do you know me and tom bach have talked about it he's got the big strategy guide from hunting, just riding yeah. your horse around the general vicinity, picking up side quests, mini quests that are just people randomly on the streets. I yeah. got to say, I love it. And I did have the same complaints as you, my friend. Of It's a little too slow. Sometimes I feel like I'm not getting the most out of it. But every time I log in, I don't want to leave. And I just keep knocking out mission after side quest after mission. And it never feels like it's stopping. So I got to say, I'm loving it. The combat feels like GTA, where I click in the trigger. Sometimes it auto-ends. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it no don't. big deal, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I get over that. I will say, of course, my biggest gripe is like everybody. Why does my horse bang into everything literally in the West? I mean, tree stumps, wagons, trees. It doesn't matter. I'm banging into everything. I will Dude. tell you this, though. Me and my boy, Tom Bach, looked it up just for you. Because I know, okay. you know, I'm a listener to the pod. You were mm-hmm. complaining about your, fr- your special DLC horse saying, yeah. if that thing dies, I'm coming after you, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Roxy. yeah. Well, guess what? There's a special paragraph and a half in the handbook that says, <laughs> if your horse dies, it uh-huh. will be back in the
0: stables at Valentine waiting for you. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, Just that's good you. to know. That's good to know, you know. That might be the... Forget XO18 reactions, that might be the hottest ticket right there. That is, that's the hype moment this week. We, we found out some news that actually matters. Um, No, I'm, I'm with you. I totally get why people are loving the game. I'm actually with you. I agree with you to a degree of, when I log in, I don't want to leave. Like, I actually, I have fun when playing it, but I also, it frustrates me a ton while playing it. If I strictly played that game, which is, I log in, I do story missions, and I bounce, I think I'd love it. But Mm -hmm. where I try and do maybe a little bit too much, maybe I overreach where it's like, maybe I should log in, but today's just side quests. Today's just hunting. Today's Mm, Whenever I try and do that, it seems it doesn't work. I I think I need to bang out that main story, which I'm going to do after we record this, as we play some more, and um, see how much I love it. Again, I'm probably about 30% complete. So I'm not like, I'm not even over the halfway point at this point. And I'm like, this game. Ah, ah. But I can see the the, the game mechanics are not going to change. That's not changing. The horse is still going to be clumsy. The aiming still not going to be perfect with the way I want it. So I get it, though. I get it. But let's talk about Battlefield 5, then. You've played it. I played Ooh. the beta. I played okay. the beta and had a ton of fun with it um we played what's the big the big multiplayer mode which is conquest. like uh, conquest. conquest played yep. that mode i must have played at least eight nine hours during the beta oh. not i'm not a battlefield guy at all like it didn't interest me um but playing that game with squads is a ton of fun and like i actually felt like we were progressing while playing we were getting better at the game you've played the full game talk to me about
1: it oh i'm loving it so i am a battlefield guy i've evolved from Call of Duty which I call Call of Rage into Battlefield Mm -hmm. when I Mm -hmm. want my multiplayer shooter. I love the giant conquest mode of so many people out there. You and your four man squad running around finding different things to do. I mean I'm all in on Battlefield and I thought last year with Battlefield 1 I thought that was a ton of fun now into this one I still love that World War 1, World War 2 setting I like the guns, I like the the equipment, I like all the vehicles now on this one I'm a little, I'm lukewarm right now. So here's the deal. I'm all in on Battlefield 5 because we're talking about Battle Royales. That's the hot ticket. That's what I want. Okay. I was very disappointed to hear that we're not launching with Battle Royale. We got to wait until like March, I believe, for this to come out. And, you know, that's not what I want right now. I don't want multiplayer. I want Battle Royale. So I was a little lukewarm going in. But I will say when you get a squad together, you get into conquest mode. Man. This game is beautiful, it's big, and it is chaotic. Every time you play, there's different things happening, and that's why I love Battlefield as opposed to Call of Duty, which is boots on the ground. We're just shooting at each other five-on-five for the next hour. This one at least is, let's get in a plane, let's go get in a tank, let's get lost for a little bit, which I love that. I'm very excited to jump into the single-player vignettes tonight. Of course, that was a big one with Battlefield 1. Very excited for that.
0: Yeah, I'm... See, I'm with you. That that was my biggest gripe when we when they announced that um it wasn't coming to um it wasn't the Battle Royale wasn't coming day 1. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need this. I don't need this game right now. Like I've got I've got Red Dead, I've got Call of Duty, I've got Rainbow, which is still my go-to shooter. Like you really need to get me and Battle Royale would have been the thing that would maybe buy it day 1. Not having that just absolutely killed it for me. Um Is there enough there, do you think, from what you played? How many hours have you got in, do you know? I probably got about five hours in. Now, mind you, I'm only on the EA All Access,
1: so I get 10 hours of that. So that's the I'm feeling good about it. Like I said before, I'm very similar to you. I probably would not buy this off the jump because I want Battle Royale. But if you're looking for a good first-person shooter, you want that multiplayer scope with a little bit of stories on the side, single player, this is the game for you. If you're not a Call of Duty person, probably like me
0: and MC Fix. Yeah. Actually, Fix plays it all. He's so good at shooters. He can um, play anything. Pfft, um, I mean, I play Call of Duty. I've been playing it, but I, I've stopped. It, it was sort of like, Blackout mode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's honestly how it's been with me. I've still not touched multiplayer. I've still not touched uh, zombies, which I really, 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 mm. really want to do. I really want to play zombies. But you need, again, it all comes down to having a team of people that want to play these damn games. Yep. And like, oh, yep. log on. And I'm like, no one's really playing it. In my chat, anyway, in my Twitch chat, I've got people that are like, let's play FIFA and uh, let's play Rainbow. And it's like, no one's saying to me, let's play Call of Duty. Like nobody, no one's shouting that to me. So... It's a hard one. It's definitely, right. definitely a hard one. But, all you know. right, all right. Anything else you want to play? Uh I will plug this one, but I'm sure
1: we'll talk about it later in the show. I have now played Thief of Thieves. That has come to your Xbox Game Pass. Oh, announced at XO. So I'll give okay. you a little tidbit that I have played that.
0: I won't nice. tell you
1: about it because I'm sure we'll talk
0: about it we'll later on the show. We will. We'll definitely, 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 definitely get to it. Well, this game's a the topic of the show this week. And obviously, the big one is obviously XO. We're reacting to that. Um, but the big news that come out at the end of the show, um, and we'll give our full opinions after this piece of news, I think, um, is that Microsoft have two new studios. Uh, one was obviously very much leaked, Pretty much. We knew it was coming. We spoke about it maybe three weeks ago. So it was kind of a shame that it leaked. Because I think this would have been super hype news Mm. if we didn't know. Which sort of took the sting out of it a little bit. But uh, we've got Obsidian and by Mike. What's the other one? I'm going to say it wrong in exile i don't want to yep. slow in exile I'm, I'm trying to say names wrong out here so both of those are part of the microsoft studio team now uh, it was announced at xo 18 that microsoft has uh, acquired obsidian entertainment and in exile entertainment uh, obsidian is best known as developing role-playing games like fallout new vegas which i never played uh, and south Park: the stick of truth which i did play uh, also Pillars of eternity and star wars the knights of the old republic 2 in exile the only game i've heard. Of them doing uh was wasteland 2 and they are working on the upcoming wasteland 3 what did you make of this one obviously uh playstation been killing xbox when it comes to good role playing games um it's something that i think a lot of us have been screaming out that we want a exclusive on the console that is of good quality um is obsidian let's start with obsidian break that one down. is that the right team they should have bought are you happy with it 100% Fix. I think this is big news. This is a big get for Xbox on
1: both of these studios. When we really break it down, we've always talked about the same thing, Fix, and you just said it. PlayStation is killing Xbox on that first-party exclusive front. Mm -hmm. You break down the titles. You could only bring up less than a handful over on Xbox. You can bring up a couple handfuls over on PlayStation. 100%. From the announcement at E3 when they bought five more studios, and then two more here. That's seven studios that are coming under the Microsoft umbrella, and they're going to get the backing. They're going to get the supports, and they're going to give you the games you want. And I think this is a big one, especially with Obsidian. A lot of people, I know you haven't played it, a lot of people consider Fallout New Vegas (laughs) the best Fallout ever. So, it's, and that's that's my favorite too.
0: Yeah, it's for me, it's definitely, I'm, I'm with you. I've heard such good things about Fallout New Vegas. Um, the only Fallout game I've actually played is Fallout 4, which I love. So I should really go back and play it. But I'm like Greg Miller in a way, which is old games old. And I don't want to go back. Like, when when you've progressed and progressed and progressed, you're like, well, I don't really want to go back and play that. I think I own it. Because I'm pretty sure I got it part of a deal somewhere. Um, But Sticker Truth, for me, was the best South Park game out of the two they brought out. And I love Sticker Truth. I love what they did with that world. I love the fact, you've got to remember, South Park didn't have a map. South Park didn't have a world. They built that. They built that world. They built those mechanics. And I love that game. Obviously, not a huge Star Wars fan. Are you a huge? Do you like Star Wars? Oh, a huge Star Wars fan. Ah, jeez. You and Amy can go geek out together. Jar Jar all the way. But did you ever play Star Wars uh, Night's the Republic 2? I have. I have. And okay. this is another one I was going to talk about with
1: that game. You talked about South Park. We talked about New Vegas. I mean, look at what they're giving you here. And I think they said it really great on the you know, little pre-roll that they made up. This mm-hmm. is not a story-driven game. This is a player-driven narrative. They make That's... these games where you create the story. Anything yeah. can happen, and you are at the pen and the paper,
0: and you're writing it down, which I cannot wait. I know this is a big grab for them. So what do you expect us to get? Do you think they're going to work on – do you think Microsoft goes and gets a property for them to, them to license to work on, or do you think new IP – um i know i would rather a new ip because i just feel like that's where we need to go with the xbox brand at this Mm -hmm. point we need to create our own horizons we need to create our own last of us obviously not well i don't think obsidian is going to come up with those type of games unless they scale a lot higher in their production um but i would like to see their own ip and their own their own ideas which i think is what we're going to get is that what are you on that line or would you like to see them go with something like south park and get it exclusive
1: that's a great question right there, Fix. You know, I think maybe for me, it's more of a timetable. You know what I mean? Of like, how fast do you want this game? Do you want something maybe in the, not one year, but you know, one to four years, what, let's say, yeah. I would see that as like, hey, we need to go out and buy an IP. Or do you want something maybe out in the future where it's like, hey, this is our Horizon Zero Dawn of Xbox. They worked long and hard on this and it's going to be a brand new IP joining yeah. Halo, joining Gears. Gears. This is going to be a pillar. That's going to be tell. some
0: time. So you got to be mindful of that, you know. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. New or, Lucky's Tale, Did you say you? I the did best. say super lucky style. <laughs> um, or, or do you think that they go? Okay, we've got all these studios now. We've got the correlation. We've got, um, we've got playground. We've got all of them. Cool. Some of you guys are going to be working on um, launch titles for the Xbox Scarlet, obviously. Um, And some of you, we need content ASAP for Game Pass. So do we see them making something a little bit smaller in scope to then go out and do it for the next set of exclusive games? I don't know. I personally think... I think give the development teams the time to whatever they need. I know it's going to take a while for it all to come out, and that's kind of why I'm a little bit worried about the Scarlet, when it's going to drop, because now... After this showing, a lot of people are like, okay, well, Scarlet's coming next year, because they didn't show anything for 2019, which is a little bit worrying. All we've got so far coming exclusively is Gears of War 5. That's the only thing that we've got on the schedule that should be coming. I don't know how I feel about it all, but it's an interesting one. It is definitely interesting. In uh, exile was the next team they brought on, like I said Wasteland 2 is the only game that I knew, I have heard of that they've done, but I' never played it. So I know nothing about this studio. Um, are you Do you have any information on them that you know?
1: I've played Wasteland and Wasteland 2. I have okay. not played their other other titles. Me and Tom Bach kind of talked about he knew yeah. more of their pedigree, let's say, but I okay. think it's just another great one to add to your portfolio. When we look at the seven they've just acquired, when we look at the whole team on the Xbox side, this is just adding to the pages of your portfolio to jump into a studio and say, Hey, in exile, what do you want to make? Hey, Obsidian, what are you guys making? And I think you're going to get a broad range of titles here and different game genres that you want. And you hit the nail on the coffin of like, Hey, Hey, we could make some Xbox Game Pass at this mid-tier double A level. Yeah. Pump them out really fast for you. Yeah. But my dream would be give these guys and gals time. Give them time as much time as they want. Let's give you the exclusives that are going to give you the one-two punch that you talk about with Sony. But that only comes with time. So if yeah. we don't give them enough time, then you can't complain about, oh, why'd they come
0: out with a mid-tier game? You got to
1: choose one or the other. Pick your poison.
0: Is that- I totally agree with you. If you want... A 6 or a 7, you're going to give them a year, two years to pump something out. If you're looking for that 8, nine, tens, it's going to be a 3-4 to four year life cycle. Can these teams produce that type of quality? I don't know. I don't know, but only time will tell. So, I'm interested. XO8M, we're about to go through all the news. But before we do, what did you think of the event? like for me th- let's hear from you first i always talk first it's nice to have someone that w- will go first <laughs> talk to me baby i you got go me, first baby? i
1: loved it hands down i thought it was a great little fun fan fest press conference now i may be wrong but i went into it with low expectations and i went into it understanding that hey this is a fan fest down in Mexico City, Mexico, that we have decided to maybe bring the inside of Xbox team down there and maybe just make a smaller, fun press conference before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it as like, hey, we're doing our own PSX. Hey, we're doing our own mini E3 conference. No, I saw it as, hey, we're down in Mexico. We're going to put on a fun fan fest, and we're just going to give you a couple of small tidbits. And the big messaging that we're going to talk about right now is simple. If you have an Xbox, you need... To have Xbox Game Pass. It's the best service on the planet. There's nothing that competes with it. It's the Netflix on your Xbox console. I -hmm. have it. I bet Fix has got it. I tell you what, it's the best thing around. And I think that's really what nailed it for me. And it was fun. It was fluid. And you couldn't have picked a better location Fix than Mexico City, Mexico, to show the passion, the enthusiasm, the craze, over mm-hmm. the Xbox community, that place was jumping, electric, chanting, cheering
0: the whole time. I mean, yep. I don't think the kids stopped jumping. It was pretty no. incredible to see. Yeah, I'm with you definitely on this. We can start on the energy side of things. I, from the jump, I was like, "Oh my god!" I have never watched a um, event like this where the fans are so into it. Like bar none, it was fan. <laughs> Fantastic! I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. Like the mic levels were a little bit low at the start because they weren't even expecting the fans to be that hype about it. And it was just like, okay, cool. It brought me up, sitting in my chair here, reacting. I know you did your reaction stream. I did mine as well. And I was sat here and I was just smiling the whole time. I was like, wow. Like you don't see this anywhere else. Even at PSX. PSX is great, and you get your pans shot of the fans being happy. But this. They were interacting with the fans the whole time. And you could just feel the energy. From the show production value, I was so happy. It was, like I say, mid-tier. It wasn't E3. But it sure as hell wasn't inside Xbox. It was that upper echelon. My expectations going in, everyone heard them last week, which was, don't expect anything. Don't expect anything big. Don't expect anything amazing. Maybe we'll get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We got a hell of a lot of Game Pass, which... We'll talk about it very soon. But I think they did it in the wrong order, in my opinion. PUBG was the huge announcements which we're going to get to. But that should have been at the end. Not at the start. But I get how these shows are done. People have such short attention spans. It's like, oh, damn. PUBG was amazing. I wonder what's at the end. Which, that's what got me there. And it ended up not pounding out the way I liked it. I mean, PUBG versus Thomas alone. A little bit hard to, to, you know, go against. But shout out to Mike before I guess. Um... It's yeah, like I said, I liked the show, my expectations were perfect, so I enjoyed it. If you went in thinking it was two point 3 I can totally see why you got let down. I don't understand the people that are complaining that they thought there was gonna be something big, uh, triple A third party. That was never I never thought that was on the cards. Ever. So, uh, yeah, I just it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I'm sure we'll talk about it more when we get through this news. Uh, let's give a quick shout-out to our Patreon producer this month, and it's your boy, Mike Lynch. Shout-out to Mike Lynch. Keeps the lights on, literally. i got to go put electric on after this show. I'm down to £1.52p. I checked. Uh, so, Mike, thank you very much for the support, and uh, I couldn't do it without you, dude. Snowball Mike. Let's get into the news. First piece of the- news... Coming out of XO in no particular order, they start with Crackdown 3. The release date is upon us, and the original Crackdown is free until the 30th. Uh, Crackdown 3 finally has a release date, February 15th. It, will it hit who knows alongside a new multiplayer mode the new multiplayer mode is wrecking zone which is a new multiplayer mode pitting two teams of five against each other uh, with tasks of destroying buildings and leveling the entire environment and toppling skyscrapers where are your hype levels at for crackdown hyped i'm excited wow. as can be. You, dude you're hyped about everything hyped you're to too much <laughs> you, you and i both
1: know if you're a fan of the crackdown series, you mm-hmm. know what your level should be. If you're expecting something to wow you, some sort of triple A darling, that's not what this is. You know, again, crackdown yeah. is a fun, <laughs> chaotic, run around, beat em up shooter like Saints Row. It's you know, it's just one of those of like, there was GTA, Saints Row, crackdown for me, of like, hey, we're like GTA, but like, we're just going to be a little more fun, but and a little crazy. bit different. Yeah, that's right. I and for me, to have Terry Crews, to oh, have the game off. finally coming to my hands, I'm so yeah. excited. And I want to talk about, I think the multiplayer looks great. There's two yes. pieces right here. First off, multiplayer, so excited. Five on five, here's a world that you can totally destroy. My favorite mm-hmm. catchphrase, level-lution from Battlefield. You got to love the level of fully destructible landscapes. I think that's cool. And I like that five on five. Matchmaking setting It makes things Turn and burn A little bit faster Than some yeah. of maybe Your GTA online Where there's 32 people And you might not Ever see them You know what I mean It's yeah. just such a huge map 100%. I want to talk about Really quick Look over If we rewind Two years ago Or three years ago At E3 They well, talked about ago. A four player Co-op Multiplayer experience Where it was a Drop in and drop out World Using this Azure cloud service Where yeah. you and I Could fully destruct The world Do everything together I did not see that. I did not get that vibe like that's still a thing. I feel like we're going to have single player and you get matchmaking multiplayer. I did not get that middle zone. I want to know what your take was, but Crackdown 3,
0: come on, let's go. Oh my God. Um, For me, again, Crackdown's never been my series. I've never cared for Crackdown. I played one, uh, I played two, and both of them I was like, this isn't, no, not for me, not for me. The multiplayer side of things to, on, during that trailer was dope. They showed it off really well. The, my only problem is it just doesn't look like a AAA game. This is a Microsoft exclusive AAA game. And when you look at it, I'm like, Ugh. it's because of the art style. The art style for me just doesn't just doesn't do it for me. If you look at like Sea of Thieves as well, you could totally be like, oh, a non-triple A studio did that, double A. AA. But triple A's. I like that polish, and I'm not saying this doesn't have that, but it just doesn't look like it while in action. Um, the multiplayer looks fun. Will I play much of it? I don't think so. I think that's the only problem. I think I've got Game Pass, so obviously I'm going to play it on Game Pass, um, which is, thank God, I can get to experience this game, I can come in, I can play it, I can have an opinion, and I can bounce if I don't like it, or it could be the other way around, where I play it, I love it, and I stay in for a long, 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 long time. I like it. I love Terry Crews' trailer during the beginning of it. It was funny. It was enjoyable. It was like, okay, cool. They're definitely doubling down on him being the main character in the single player, which I love. I can see why this has gone through a bit of development hell because I feel like it got caught in two worlds, which was like, this is what we're going for, which was what you were talking about. Four player, destructible, da 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 Cool. No, we're not doing that now. We've got Terry Crews. He's our main guy. He's funny. He's enjoyable. People like him. Hopefully, people buy it just for him and then see a great multiplayer mode. Time will tell, though. Time will tell. We'll just have to wait and see. I'm I'm hyped about the release date. I'm hyped for Little Smee. Little Smee, shout out to you, sir. You bought an Xbox One for this game, and it's finally coming. And it's not that far away. Thank goodness. Not far at all. And
1: you get you get a little pre course. You get Crackdown One for free the xbox 360 yeah. enhanced version i downloaded it last night so why not go download it get a little get a little momentum before the big release
0: before anyone asks me this is actually free like you don't need gold i believe so no gold you can just get it okay free. actually free wow Jeez. wow fix okay i didn't know that don't, i like it don't don't email me and send this with games with gold now, because otherwise I'm gonna cry. Um, next up, State of Decay Two free DLC is dropping November sixteenth, with more to come in twenty nineteen. State of Decay Two, State of Decay, the series. The first game I loved. Played it on the three hundred and sixty. Played the hell out of it. Played it on the Xbox One when it was uh, upgraded. Played it again. Played loved it. Played State of Decay Two. Had had excitement for the game maybe out of reach that maybe I was expecting too much, but I thought Xbox was putting the dollar dollar bills behind this and we were gonna get a real triple A the decay game. That's not the case. Obviously Xbox have now bought undead labs, so that's exactly what I'm expecting for free. Um, State of the K free. Um, this DLC did nothing for me, unfortunately. It did go, oh, I should go back and try it now. The bug fixes are done and we haven't got the camera that stays still when the car drives off and everything like that. I still don't want to play this game multiplayer just because of the loot system, the way they did it. It's awful. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. I mean, I had a great time playing it with Greg when I did. But besides that, it was like, oh, okay, this is a shame. What about you, Mike? Are you a, are you a State of Decay guy or not really? I, I'm a State of Decay guy. And I think I'm very similar to everybody of that
1: repetitious nature. Once you get to hour 20, it's tough to want to go back out, still get medicine, mm-hmm. come back in, go kill the same zombie. But it's one of those, we're going to talk about it in these next couple of games, of the quality of life features, the love, the care that these that these developers are putting in to make yeah. you want to maybe stay in the world or come back to it for a second chance. That's yeah. what State of Decay and Sea of Thieves are for me, of... Man, you've played it Especially for me, State of the K2 Put in 20 plus hours, enjoyed it But like you said, there were some quality of life issues That I just couldn't put up with anymore But when you look at the long term lifespan Of some of these games and services like this And some other ones You gotta kinda go back into it, you know And I think this gets me pumped to get My foursome out there And have some fun But the issue is 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 a crossbow really selling that for me Everybody loves Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead but I don't... That can't get me back into it. That's not... Yeah, it,
0: that's literally all this was. Was like, oh, we got a new weapon and it's the crossbow. I'm like, that game, that should have been in it from the start. It's yeah. a zombie game. Like, not to not to poo-poo it, but it was like, oh, okay. I like the promise of more coming in 2019, of course. Like, they're not just ditching the game. Um, They've clearly got people working on a sequel, I would have believed. Or maybe something totally different. Uh, I'm not sick of zombies like everybody else. So I'm totally down for more. I do think it deserves another shake to go check it out now before the end of the year. Because obviously I want to do like an end of the year top 10 list and stuff like that. I definitely think I should go back to that. I want to go back to the next game we're going to talk about, which is Sea of Thieves. Um, sea of Thieves getting a content update uh, this month and a PvP mode in 2019. Sea of Thieves is getting a brand new DLC in the form of The Arena, which includes a new competitive mode set for 2019. The Arena pits rival crews against each other as they race to search for bounties and different treasures. Executive producer Joe Neat, bought me drinks, shout out to him, describes the upcoming mode as a crazy and a lot of fun while bringing all the best bits to Sea of Thieves in a shorter session. Sea of Thieves are played for two days. Two days and I was done. That world is so empty. So empty. Where do you come down on Sea of Thieves?
1: So, first off, nice name drop. You're the best um, out there. You
0: know, you know, uh, when, so when a man buys you drinks, you gotta, you got to give him a shout out. Gotta you got to give out. him a shout out. Fix.
1: this is, again, just like State of the K2. I think a lot of people came in there, had some fun, had their fill quite quickly with both of these games, very similar, kind of lacking the stuff that you wanted, especially Sea of Thieves. What a big, expansive, beautiful world. But, man, the downtime that everybody talked about, sailing between each port to go mm-hmm. different missions, just to beat up five skeletons, just to go get two treasure chests or whatever it was, it just it's wasn't like,
0: enough. That, that's what it was. You got it right. It's right.
1: <laughs> and here's the issue, though, Fixed, is these teams have put a lot of love and care over the past couple months, giving you free content updates that they want you to come back in. And I think yeah. this arena mode and everything they've done before. I mean, we've had the Hungering Deep. We've had yeah. the fib Forbidden Sales, I think, it's coming That's soon. It, yeah. The Cursed Isles is coming yeah. or is already out. They've had these content updates where you should go back and check it out. I mean, it's one of those, you already have the game or you yep. have it on Xbox Game Pass, and you mm-hmm. should go check it out with you and your friends because they've put a lot more into it that you might not have seen since your two days of playing and i'll tell you what the the arena that looks awesome five or four on four maybe five on five pirate Mm -hmm. fighting i think they did a good job at saying hey it's not just five on five fight in a small arena they're going to give you like an objective of go get a treasure chest go do this or that and that's a lot of fun because to me sea of thieves was always pvp if we saw a boat. We were coming up at it and we were going to go attack it. You know that See, fix.
0: I'm the opposite. I was the opposite where I was like, please just leave me alone. I've worked the last four hours to get all this treasure. I don't think it's fair that just because you seem to get the mechanics a little bit quicker than me, that you could just come and rob four hours of progression. Or, I get to the bloody island, I can only carry one at a time, and you're taking pretty much half my loot. I hated it. I mean, it makes sense in the context of the game, but I hated it. I hated the griefing. And that's what was happening in the game. I'm hoping the arena, I've not gone back and played, but I'm hoping the arena is going to be like, alright, cool. Well, we've got this mode now, and that's for the hardcore PvP people, and they're still going to get their treasure and their bounties and whatever, whatever, whatever. But, that leaves open a whole world, a whole new world. I just saw Aladdin, uh, uh fear. So good, so good. Um, but yeah, it leaves a whole world for me to experience in. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm, excited to go back at some point. When will that point come? I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, Next you, gotta up, go you gotta get a squad. No, yeah, up. yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Next up, Falls of Horizon 4, the first expansion, uh, Fortune Island is coming in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I played Falls of Four. I did a life. I liked Falls of Four. It's a racing game. Cool. But you ain't got a mixed race character that I can be. I don't like oh. it.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, I, I, mean, I think. Go on. Tell me, fix. I think if you're a Forza fan or if you're a racing fan oh. on the Xbox landscape, this has got you excited. I mean, they yes. put it out there. They said this is the biggest DLC they've ever done. If yeah. we look back on Forza Horizon 3, you know, Snow Mountain, you had uh, Hot Wheels. Those yeah. are all giant DLCs. So for yep. this to be their biggest one, you best believe you're going to get a lot of content out of this. I think it's a great addition. I personally think it's pretty quick after the game's release. I've barely dug that much into it, but I know a lot of people are grinding. I was just about to say. Time. So th- I think they want it. And I think the cool new weather's, and all that with lightning, the switchbacks on the mountain, the cliff sides, this is going to be pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say that the weather and stuff looks amazing. Again, when I say the game's just not for me, like I wanted the game to be more like, I like the crew. I like the four players jumping in, doesn't matter who wins, we're still progressing. That game has that, but then it takes away from its reward system because I was losing races and I was still progressing, so I didn't ever feel the need to get good at the game. So it just did a lot of things right, because the game's beautiful, the world's amazing, but it did a lot of things wrong for me. I didn't like the... The boxes where you got clothes because I didn't care for my character because he weren't mixed race and um, look I'm hold I'm still held up on that so they better patch that and get someone in there that's all I'm saying give me an Stop. update and give me start a, a Twitter race- campaign get him uh, a mixed race character yeah, come on get out of here be, be inclusive <laughs> <laughs> I chose the mixed race girl instead um, but yeah so I'm happy that there's more out there for people that have granted I know Danone is like level 300 or something It's ridiculous but um, for me yeah whatever. But this next update got me back. Minecraft is getting cats and pandas content update. People really hated this trailer. Um, I didn't. I actually didn't think the trailer was that bad. It told a funny story. I think maybe the fact that I date a teacher. And we know how important Minecraft was and still is on children. And the way they learn. They, people, kids learn about cooking meat through Minecraft. And feeding animals. And being a whatever it may be so for me i totally got the trailer i totally understood the context and you gotta think it's not just for us the hardcore gamers that trailer is gonna go out there to everybody and someone's gonna see that and go oh what's that oh minecraft oh i forgot about minecraft let me go back and play it boom you're in for me and Haley, i think we both we saw that and was like new animals we haven't played for a while they showed off the new um I can't remember what it's exactly called. Like their their form of currency, where like they they've added like new modes in it, so you can buy like it's pretty much a GTA mode in Minecraft. There's mansions, there's cars, there's oh it's yes. Like, why on earth is this in Minecraft? But yes, I kind of want it, so um, I'm quite interested to check all that bit out. I remember, I started my career on Minecraft streaming. I was literally streaming Minecraft full time back when I was getting like fifty to hundred views, and then wow. The drop-off was real, Snow White, Mike. The drop-off was real. (laughs) But
1: yeah. I thought uh... this was the cutest announcement of the show. Just like you said, I mean, this might not be for your hardcore audience, but Mm -hmm. you need to know the stats that they showed you was like 90 million plus people still playing (laughs) Minecraft monthly or whatever. Minecraft is gigantic. And for you to give me all these updates on console, because you know PC has the mods and all the change-ups. And that was always the difference for me of like, when I played on console and would watch you on PC, you had yeah. so much more than me. And so Which all isn't the case no updates more. now on console is exactly what I want. Yeah, but Come on, who doesn't love cats and pandas? Trust
0: if you don't me. like cats and pandas, are you even human? I'm worried about I mean, you. I, mean, I, I don't really like cats in my house, though. I'll be honest, I'm uh, a dog guy. I'm a dog guy. I'm a dog guy. You've got two pugs. You can't, you come got on. got two pugs, come on. but I love everything. I love it all. Yeah. It whatever. <laughs> what Coming don't you? You know what? I still would have loved it. I want an episode where Mike just he messages me like, Fix, I need to come on. Why? I've got some bad news. I'm like, yes, Mike, get on. I need to see you cry. I want to see you upset. I want to see you non-hypes. No, I'm joking. Uh, next news, Final Fantasy, a ton of it is coming to the Xbox in 2019. We already knew this, to be honest with you. It got announced during, I think it was Switch. Was it the Switch Direct they showed this, or was it PlayStation? Someone showed this off. I can't remember. So we already knew Final Fantasy 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 13. Are all coming to Xbox in 2019. The big news, though, that come out of this uh, was also Final Fantasy 13, uh, the trilogy, is now Xbox One X enhanced and backwards compatible, which I think is absolutely dope. Um, as someone who. Final Fantasy 15 is the first Final Fantasy I finished. That's like my. You know, like Tim Getty's got, he beat Cuphead? I've got, I beat Final Fantasy for the first time ever. That's like my badge of honour. Um, I remember playing 13 and be like, nah, no, I'm good. But. Maybe I go back now. Maybe now. Now's the time. And I love backwards compatibility. Anything that can be enhanced and be, go back so I don't have to buy it again for people that still have it. Brilliant. 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 you a know Final Fantasy guy?
1: Uh, you know, I'm not a big one. I'm just like you. Final Fantasy 15 was truly my first ever Final Fantasy. Okay. And I loved the fast, fast-paced combat nature yes, of it. me too. We're going to talk about another game that I feel similar to that I'm excited for because of that kind of combat. Yeah. You know, I was always turned off to Final Fantasy of the turn-based, slow, Turn methodical. <clears throat> and it's just like, that's not my play style. Yeah. But I'm so excited because you always have that gap of the Final Fantasies really not having a big presence on Xbox. And that not is a exactly. lot of game titles coming to you. I think they even said 7, which everybody... Yeah, 7, 7 eight. is the greatest thing since yeah. sliced bread. So maybe if they come with that, maybe I can try it out, you know?
0: Yeah, 7, 9, not 8. For some reason, 8 got got the got the dick over He was like nah 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 not you sir you stay away from our games i don't know what happened there um but yeah no i, I totally with you especially that my whole thing was obviously I'm, I'm dyslexic and being a kid being dyslexic i didn't understand why i couldn't read half the time so you're playing final fantasy 7 like i don't know what they're saying but cool the the, the chibis look nice and exactly. all right and then but then it got down to even the turn based. i'm like magic uh that's a lot of reading uh figure that out uh, no nah, i'm good i'm good Nah, i'm good so yeah but it was nice to i'm um, maybe i go back now i definitely really want to play seven i really really want to play seven so i think i might do that on uh, xbox when it finally comes in 2019 all right well, Do i have one request from your
1: listeners on, out there because i know you got a great audience for me please back in the day on a final fantasy there was a mini game called blitzball yeah you i played that like Love sports. Now, yeah. I need one of you out there that supports my boy MC in the My Xbox and Me podcast. Write in or just tweet at me. Use the hashtag, hashtag My Xbox and Me. Which Final Fantasy is that on? So your boy Snowbike
0: Mike can jump in and just play Blitzball exclusively. That's all, <laughs> That's all I want. That's all you want. That's all you want. Got you. Got you. Got you. Uh next up, we're gonna talk about a few games, but uh the first one we're gonna talk about is Devil May Cry Five. So they showed this 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 weird tone piece of them in Japan, um, showing off the game, and showing off the new uh, training mode type thing, where you can hone your crafts in Devil May Cry uh, 5. They showed off a little bit more gameplay. Um, it looks good. It, it was actually, they showed it, it slowed down the whole press conference with the whole translator, which I totally understand. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. I totally get it. I didn't think it fit here where I can understand it more at E3. But I understand that Xbox have definitely got the marketing for this game. So they've got to show it off. And they want to have somebody up there to talk about the game. Um, so I liked it. It did slow down the press conference a little. But it actually got me interested in Devil May Cry 5. I've never been big into Devil May Cry. It was actually my uncle. My uncle used to love Devil May Cry. So I used to watch him play it. So I've seen enough of it to know what I'm getting. But I looked at this gameplay. I was like, hmm, all right. All right, maybe maybe I get to it. Then I realize it comes out. And it comes out after Resident Evil Remake Two. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna have time. I'm sorry. I'm playing Resident Evil Remake for the rest of the year. Done. 2019 is just Resident Evil. Oh yeah. It's what planned. about you though? Devil May Cry. Uh, What'd you think?
1: You just said it perfectly for me. So there was two moments in this XO conference that people might've got mad at that totally slowed down the pace. And it Mm -hmm. is Devil May Cry and another one later on, I'm sure we'll talk about. But there was two pieces that just kind of hit the brakes on it. And sometimes you need that. You got to go in depth on some of these games, give the people that might not know about much of it a little more selling point. And for me, it's perfect. I've never played a Devil May Cry game. Oh, I was sold on it from E3 of like, this game looks cool. This game looks crazy. I got to go check it out. Well, I'll tell you this. The deep dive into that practice mode arena is what sold me right there because that's what Uh, I need. they sell it to you of like, this is a style-based game. We want you to get steezy. We want you to get nasty. We want you to get creative. And the Mm -hmm. only way to do that in a video game is to truly have these practice mode arenas because when you really break down the video game, there's only going to be – 10 to 15 enemies, it's not like you're going to be practicing buttons in the middle of the On game. On them. Is exactly. that true? We all know true. that. And so yeah. I think they did a great job of like, hey, there's a practice mode. You're going to practice all these cool, stylish moves. And why don't we give you a little tidbit? Let's show you all like the different cool arm things that um, he has. Yeah, and exactly. then the pasta breaker or whatever the you want to call breaker, it that the mega funny. man
0: blaster where i was like oh yeah. okay
1: maybe now i definitely want it <laughs> exactly. so i think they did a good job at that it definitely slowed the conference down but the deep dive to have that that really elevated devil may cry five for me
0: yeah i think i think you've hit the nail on the head there really which is both of us were you're a new you're new to the series I'm, i've played it before but kind of gone away not played any others and we've both come away from it like oh maybe we will give that a go now because it looked quite interesting, it may have slowed down the conference, but it kind of did its job on two of us. So I'm sure there's more people out there that did as well. Next up, then you have Battlefield Five, which we've already spoke about. They didn't really show much. He didn't get me hyped. He didn't do anything for me. Mike's looking there like, did they actually show this? I, that's right. I'm like, I don't even. Remember that. That <laughs> yeah, no, really there show was a that? tiny bit. That. Yeah, that, and then they showed off Just Cause Four. Another game, uh, meh, yeah, really? whatever, whatever, okay. I, okay. Yeah, whatever. That Just causes one of those games that I'm like, I'm sure if I was 13 and my mum didn't let me play GTA, I would be playing. But other than that, nah, I'm okay. I'm good. I just don't have time for it. I, I need more. I prefer serious games at this point, unless it's like Saints Row. Mm-hmm. I like okay. serious games. I don't need to be jumping on cards and... Going into tornadoes and it looked the, the tone of the trailer they showed looked serious, and then they started talking about the game. And it was like, "Go, oh, we can." And I was like, "Yo, what? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm good. I'm okay." But you're into it. You like just
1: go. I'm a big Just Cause fan, and I love that. Like we've always talked about, we we kind of been saying it this whole time. Of there was GTA, and then there was so many microcosms of kind of ripoffs, but they put their own style on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Crackdown, and then Just Cause, and I love Just Cause because of the freedom to do anything. You know, you got the grappling hook system, Mm -hmm. you got the wingsuit. They're adding this cool tornado feature that I'm really excited to see. I think that's really going to change up the game, and I love Just Cause. And I think this is going to be a great new addition, probably update on the graphics, a lot more fun story stuff to do. So I'm all in on Just Cause. And it's, it's crazy to think we're right around the corner from that one. That one's right around yeah. the corner.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think, I'm sure it's a fun game. I'm sure it is. But you know when you've got such limited time and you're already... Entwined in some communities, like I'm already in Rainbow every single day. And then, like, I have to pick and choose the games that I want to jump in again. And I don't have time to just play Just Cause. Oh, it's tough. This is going to be a guaranteed another 10 to
1: 30 hours, depending on how you play type game. I mean, this is a big commitment out here. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh man, I'm only going to play it for like three or four hours. You kind of got to put 10 plus
0: hours in to really get the momentum and play it all, you know? Yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. And lastly, in this block of games that they showed, that we had Shadow of the Tomb Raider DLC. I was like, I've still not played Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I remember, if anyone remembers, I bought the game, had it in its cell phone for a week, and then sent it back. I was like, no, I haven't got time. Um, I am going to rebuy it again before the end of the year, because I love Tomb Raider. I love it, love it, love it. And so does Hayley. And um, I'm just like, huh i saw the dlc it did nothing for me just because i'm not into time trials i don't care about the co-opness that pug is so cute sorry so to cute go off track gone. on the show <laughs> um the time trials did nothing for me but i was like ah oh, all right whatever boom cool um it does nothing for me but i'm sure if you have the game you've got it digitally and you want something more in the game it's there for you now are you did you play Team Raider? Yep, I finished Tomb Raider. I'm a big dude, Tomb Raider Dude, what game fan. did you not play? I need I'm to a... know. You Do play know everything, dude.
1: <laughs> when I'm not streaming, I'm gaming hard because I got to beat Damn. some of these nice games so we can have the conversation at the end Damn. of the year. But I like want to talk about it really quick. I mean, of course, we love Tomb Raider. And I yes. love anything in addition to Tomb Raider. But my big thing was like, is this like really DLC or we got to just call this kind of an add-on? Because what I was looking for is like, the big title DLC of, like, here's a new title. Here's what's going to add. This one seemed like there might yeah. be some st- small story tidbits of it, but it really yeah. more seemed like that content action pack of, like, here's time trials. Here's maybe some challenge rooms. Yeah. I didn't get the feel of, like, hey, this is, like, Tomb Raider DLC 1. No. This is going to be the add-on
0: that you want, you know? 100%. 100%. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Keyboard and Mass is finally coming. It's finally happening. <sighs> Here we go. Uh, Mass and keyboard support starting the 14th with these games. You've got Bomber Crew, Warface, Children of Mora, uh, Minion Master, Daisy, uh, Warframe, uh, Strange Brigade, Deep Rock Galact- uh, Galactica, Warhammer, Vermintide 2, Moonlighter, Wargroove, viago war thunder x Morphin, defense and fortnite key to add on the fortnite thing which i didn't know during my reactions which is fortnite players will be matched up against others using keyboard and mouse so all these games are getting support i was expecting the keyboard and mouse support to be shown at this definitely that was a shoring they've been talking about it for long enough are you one of these people that are like no we don't need this or are you all for it
1: I'm all about adding this. So when we talk about this fix, we talk about Xbox being your main console, being your center home entertainment. And I think with everything they add from the services, the ecosystem, the first party games that you want to play now to add keyboard and mouse. It's like, Hey, we are a mini computer over here that we're selling to you. And we're going to give you everything. If you want mouse and keyboard, you can do that. You don't have have to have it, but you can. And I'm a big guy of, I love real-time strategy games. Warcraft 3 I grew up on. Halo Wars and Halo Wars 2 is incredible, especially on console, how they got those buttons to work on a controller. Insane. So I'm excited for keyboard and mouse. I know you're going to talk about it in a moment, but for them to team up with Razer 2, I'm sold. I'll be getting this pack of the Xbox-themed Razer uh, wireless keyboard and mouse. I'm in on it. And i think you put it perfectly of there was a lot of scuttlebutt of like well, what does that mean on fortnite what is going to happen here and i don't think people really saw the bigger picture maybe took a deep breath of like it's going to be how it's always been if you and i are playing on our controllers on xbox only we're going to be tagged up with people on xbox only the moment that you plug in a keyboard play with you on switch play with you on playstation play with somebody on pc guess what we're lumped into that community yeah it's either xbox or it's everybody that's how yeah. i always saw the matchmaking to be and i saw a lot of people like well, what is it? are we going to be xbox only keyboard are we going to be a keyboard only no there's two no. different groups here that's the only yeah. groups there are
0: yeah i, I think you've, you've summed it up perfectly there which is the we know how things work now post Fortnite though before Fortnite, we were all a little bit lost we're like, oh, how does this work? And then you've got us... I played with a PlayStation person the other day for the first time, which was like, oh, it's a crazy. It's a, it's a whole new world. Um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. But I think the games that we, we spoke about here, like if you look at Warframe, okay, that's a that's not really PvP. Strange But Game. Deep uh, Rock Galacta. Uh, War Groove. Moonlighter. These games are all... Some of these games need... If you... I've been to a ton of events, as you know. And I've played these games on PC. And I'm like, why on earth are they here? And I'm like, ah, oh, now it makes sense. It makes sense. Keep and mass support's coming. There's no reason for them not to be here. There's going to be... I'm sure there will be a disclaimer on the store when you buy it on the box, which is this is keyboard the mass only game or whatever, whatever, whatever. They did say it was plug and play uh, with your normal keyboard the mass as well, but they are partnering with Razer, which we'll get into now. Uh, Razer is making a custom hardware for the Xbox to be announced in January, and they will show off at CES. In addition, Razer has announced a wireless keyboard the mass that is being designed from the ground up for the Xbox One. Uh, that. More more information will be revealed at CS 2019, although any standard keyboard and mouse will also work, which was key here, which was key. As long as you're not, like, locking me out of my keyboard and mouse that I already own, yep, yep. and not expecting me to buy the Xbox One, I mean, I would love it. I'm sure it's going to be pricey as hell, Ooh. but uh, if anyone wants to send it to me, Razer, you know my email, uh, hit me up. Um I will definitely review the product for you, no problem.
1: Yeah, yeah perfect I, I mean,
0: team up. And do you think you'll use it? Yeah. Do you think you'll use it, though? Oh, 100%. I
1: think I'll use it. I think I'll have it plugged in, especially okay. that wireless capability. That was one for me. When I look at my streaming setup, I look at my normal PC setup, there's yeah. a lot of wires flying around the room. And to have that, especially when we talk about Xbox being your all-encompassing yeah. kind of home console, we can't mm-hmm. just have wires entangled up and me getting closer to the couch. So you got to have it wireless. Razer's a great partner to have. Everybody knows Razer. Everybody loves Razer. And this is exactly the right move. And I will tell you, Fix, this is my one little tidbit, my dream of all video games, is Xbox, with this mouse and keyboard support, seems to be getting closer. If we could just call up Blizzard and get World of Warcraft on uh, Xbox console. That,
0: Ooh, that, my you know dream what? would come true. That's a really good point that you just brought up there, which is, does this now open up games like World of Warcraft, like Lord of the Rings Online, like... Whatever insert game here that is PC only, like, does that does this not just go well? Why wouldn't we do it? This is something that Xbox have over its competitor, because PlayStation don't have they may, I think there's ways to do it, but it's not part of their system. Um, why wouldn't you go to them and be like, well, why don't you bring WoW to Xbox?
1: We'll and then it everyone, it'd, it'd, be it. it'd be crazy, it'd be crazy, dude.
0: Could you imagine that? At E3 2019 that announcement. One day, dude, uh, just and uh, you know, Dan only is getting crazy high, right now. But you got to <laughs> talk
1: about the money that they could make off of that. That's the selling point of like, hey, here's our base of how many consoles are out there. This is World of Warcraft. You charge X amount for your subscription. Mm-hmm. Why don't we boost that number up right now? Yeah, and yes, we are getting slowly closer and closer to that. Of course, it's bigger than Mike and Fix just dreaming about it. There's, of course, big business deals to happen, but yes, we're getting closer
0: to that situation. Maybe happening one day, folks. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, who would have thought you'd play with a PlayStation? So we can definitely get there. Definitely. Uh, Next up, new idea Xbox games will launch on Game Pass. They announced no less than 16. Game Pass was was in the forefront of this whole show, which I think was a good idea. It was like, well, for people that don't know what Game Pass is, or for the people that have been standoffish on Game Pass, they gave him a reason to get. It. First of all, they announced PUBG is coming to uh, Game Pass, available the 11th of the 12th, 18. Next up, you have got Hellblade, which was the one I went mad for. Not played Hellblade. Um, really wanted to. Was gonna. Was almost gonna buy it on my PlayStation when it was exclusive there. Didn't didn't get round to it. Now I have a chance to have no excuse. I have no excuse to play the game. So can't wait. That's available the 12th of the 17th, 18 or in the blind forest, another game I've not played available. The 12th of the 20th, 2018 or in the the Lewis will be available in 2019 kingdom. Two crowns available December, 2019 after charge available January, 2019 supermarket shriek, which I love the look at that looked yep. dope. Great. Yep. Let's play game uh, available uh, in 2019 void bastards which was the one by the bioshock uh, guys i didn't love the art style of it um i didn't love it but i'm not a bioshock guy anyway like i've got them all played the first one for a little bit just didn't grab me i know it did a lot of other people but for me just didn't grab me um but more power to them a lot of people like the look of it coming available 2019 uh path oh logic 2 is coming Secret Neighbor, which is the sequel to uh, Hello Neighbor, which I've not played. You played that one? I've played that one, and this
1: one's going to be real good. This is exciting. This is Full the multiplayer one, right? Yes, as I exactly. say, this is going to be cool. Great party mode game for you as well. Great game for co-streaming on Twitch.
0: He's thinking outside the box, y'all. Come on, bro. Come on. Uh, next up, we've got the Good Life Thieves of Thieves. Is that right? That is Thiefs correct. Of Thieves. Perfect. You played this. Talk to me. Available now. This. this was the one available so, that day. So
1: Available that day. But mind you, it's just like Telltale where it's an episodic thing. So we only go get up. volume one. That takes yeah. you about an hour to play. There okay. will be more volumes. I looked it up on Steam. It's currently fully available on Steam. So it looks like they go up to episode okay. five, I believe. Yeah. Maybe four. Um, But I played it. I think the art style is really cool. It gives off that vibe of almost like an archer from FX aesthetic with okay. the art style. It's not as funny. But it's very, it's really good. I mean, it's Robert Kirkman's number one best selling comic along with The Walking Dead. This is yeah. a big time game and it's fun. It's a little bit faster than Telltale, still has a lot of the decision making like the Telltale games, runs smooth. The only great it, we that's have. That's what I was going to say. Does it oh, run okay? Oh, yeah. It runs really smooth. It ran smooth, totally fine for me. So I would tell you, check okay. it out. Volume one. It's only one hour. It's fun, it's easy. My only gripe was there's a couple of parts where the camera angle doesn't match up with what you need to do, but Got that it. was few and far between. That only happened okay. maybe two or three times. Other Got than it. that, this was a fun hour-long experience, and especially one of those of like, it's available now moments, where I yeah.
0: downloaded it just like then, and I played it the next night. Okay. I'll put this one on the list to play then. Definitely. Cool. Uh, carrying on we got Mutant Year Zero uh, Road to Eden and MXGP3 available the 11th of the 22nd 2018 and Agents of Mayhem which I think they thought was going to be a bigger deal than it actually was because nobody cared no one in my chat cared I don't know if anyone in your chat cared but I was super like nah didn't care about it then I don't care about it nah sorry sorry uh, and last but not least, Thomas Was Alone, which was is available 11th of the 22nd, 2018. So there was a lot of games there, and that 16 new games going into Game Pass, which is humongous. That's a lot of games. Do you think this means that we're not going to get new ones in December? Or do you think like now they've decided we've already announced a ton of games for December, like, but they still usually put out with Game uh, games with gold, like a couple more? Or do you think they've blown their load for the end of the year? That's them done. We go back in 2019 fresh. I feel like that's where we're at.
1: You know, that's a good question. That's a good way to put it of like, we might've shown you all this so we can get out before the holidays and all of us can go take a nice holiday break. We'll be back in 2019. Uh, You know, I wouldn't be surprised though if you do see a couple of smaller titles get added into the mix, you know? But I think this was a good strong set to wow you for the holidays and beyond, of course. Definitely, But it was good. You might be right on that. We might've just blown our load and not talked about it. Everybody's taking some time off. We're not going to bring it up, but yeah. you could see some smaller titles in the mix because they're truly always adding games, and they're adding games when I'm not even ready
0: for games. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. I miss the news on them sometimes, where I'm like, I didn't know that was in there. I didn't know it was in there. It's like I have to go searching for it now. So, oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they did say at the end of the uh, Inside Xbox that they this was their last show of the year, so I think it makes sense where it's like, all right, cool, we're gonna take a bit of time off. We're gonna reboot the show. We're gonna take on the fans' feedback because I, I was when I interviewed AC Bongos, uh, Graham Boyd, who was obviously part of the show. Great guy. He did a fantastic job. He did say that they are listening to fans. They want to hear fan feedback. They know that people think the show is too long. They know certain aspects of things. So yeah, I, I think they they definitely are gonna take that on board. So should I be love interesting. Uh, you wanna talk a couple
1: of about these games really quick because I got a couple yeah. I wanna highlight. No, please, please, please so, do. Please let's do. talk about really quick from the top. Player Unknown's Battleground. I was very pumped up because I thought maybe we'd get a new map, right? They had a big hype-up section. And like you talked about, they kind of went big at the beginning of the press conference. But you got to be mindful, that was two hours long. That was a long press conference. And you hit the nail on the head of like, some people don't have the attention span for that. So you got to come out swinging. And I think it was a big one. To put player Unknown's Battleground on Games Pass, that $30-plus price tag is sometimes tough to justify, yeah. especially on console where it kind of runs poorly. The player yep. base might not be as big. But mm-hmm. there's two points to this. One, awesome it's on Games Pass. This game 100%. needs to be on Game Pass. They kind of need to rejuvenate it with microtransactions. I know you guys talked about it last week with yeah. some missteps on the microtransactions. We won't talk about that, but we'll talk about they need to rejuvenate the player base. We've always talked about PUBG and Fortnite being the two biggest battle royales and how Battlefield Five and Call of Duty, these big AAA monsters, were going to come and try to take some jabs at these two heavyweights up here. And I truly believe in my heart, Call of Duty gave the one-two knockout punch to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Fortnite is going to be up there. It is unbreakable. But I think they gave one to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds where this company now and Microsoft, because they own Bluehole, They're a little worried right now. they got to figure out what's going to happen. So Call of Duty's up there. PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds needs to be free to play. I know it's on Xbox Game Pass, but they need to go free to play and somehow make money off of microtransactions because they need this player base to get back in there. They need a new map. They need something to get excited about because right now they're on their last step. They're about to get a haymaker if Battlefield Five comes out strong. They're going to become a nothing now. So, good add-on right there. But it's interesting. Shouldn't this game have always been on Games Pass? I mean, Microsoft owns the studio. No, don't they don't own the studio. No, 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 They don't, they don't own,
0: they don't own Blue Hole. Microsoft you don't sure own Bluehole. about Hole. that? 100%. Yeah, because it's coming to PlayStation. It was just a Times-exclusive deal. On, okay. Uh, you sure they didn't buy the studio? 100%. Okay. 100%. You buy MC Fix on I those Xbox. I Trust me. I know. They yeah, don't own Bluehole. Uh, okay. Tencent. I'm pretty sure Tencent owned Blue Hole. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure. That could be totally wrong, though. I know Xbox. I don't know Tencent. Trust me. Um, but, yeah. So, it makes sense why they've done this. I did think... Because the rumours are coming out that it's coming to PlayStation um, in December. Which is, like, cool. No problem. But I think this was a perfect marketing strategy. Which was, alright. Time's exclusive for a year. Then it goes into our service. Which then means it is treated like a first-party game. But it's not. I'm with you on the way that Call is has absolutely destroyed it. PUBG lost its player base because it's not optimized on console. Facts. It was not optimized on PC. Facts. It lost the shroud. It lost the um, uh, Doctor Disrespects. It lost the. It lost everyone. It was never going for the ninjas of the Fortnite, but it had the hardcore audience, and it's not optimized on any system. So, you're always not... If you can't keep your hardcore happy, you're sure as hell not going to get the casuals. Um, I dropped out of it. I'm sure... I think you've dropped out of it by now. You're not playing it as much, right? Um, it's a shame because it's a great game. But every time I go back and play it, I'm like, oh, This is just not fun. It just doesn't run well. I'm like, no. I'm, I can get over bad, bad frame rate. I can get over bad textures. But the gameplay... I'm getting killed from rat Edges... Because bullet detection is not working properly. And I'm like, this isn't... No, no, no. Why not go play Call of Duty? Polished, Battle Royale game there that works. Frustrating as hell. Call of Rage, I'm with you on that one. Um, But it's hard. It the is hard. Battle
1: Royale is perfect. And you, you put it perfectly. Moving on, I want to talk about... I think the darling of the show for me was that Void's Bastards. I think okay. that looks incredible. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I love... The look of that, I love the Bioshock theme of that with that crew mm-hmm. coming in. I think this is going to be a lot of fun, and it reminded me of the game Zombie U from the Wii U and Zombie. Now yeah, that yeah, you got yeah. on your Xbox, so Xbox console, like yeah. the moment you die, it's over. You got to go back and get a new character, and I love the idea of like picking a new class, picking new weapon loadout, picking a whole new idea of when mm-hmm. you're going into battle. I think you're going to like this one, and this one's going to be a great addition on your Xbox Game Pass service.
0: Yeah, just the art style for me didn't get me. And that's, that is super, super super important. It could totally grow on me. form that art style I didn't like and then I loved. So it could definitely happen.
1: I love that. And then my biggest one, of course, is Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. This is a huge grab on the Xbox Game Pass service because I am a huge XCOM 2 fan and XCOM <X-X-2> oh, yeah. fan. I love these tactical games. And I was already sold on E3 a talking duck Cool mutant animals going out and doing XCOM stuff. I was already gonna give them sixty dollars plus. Now it's on Xbox Game Pass. I'm in. That's all I wanted, and that's a so, big grab for me.
0: Yeah, this one. When does this come out? Do we know? Because there's no. I don't think there's a release date. I didn't have a release date on this one. I'll look it up but right now. Because I, know I, that. I love at the it. look of this. I I've never played XCOM. Never been in. I've watched people play it, but never did it myself. This looked dope. I can't wait to play this one. And like you said. I probably would have picked this up for six, well, for forty pounds over here, um, forty pounds. But I have to say, sixty dollars so much, Mike, it gets me confused. I walk into a shop, I'm like, can I get that for six um, dollars? I'm like, oh wait, it's pounds over here. My bad, my bad. I get paid in dollars on Patreon. It confuses me, man. Um, but crazy. yeah, this one looks dope. This one looks dope. I'm, I'm totally down for that. Well, but guess like I say, what? Get you don't have to wait much longer. December fourth, thousand eighteen. Ooh,
1: okay, You're that's right dope. Around the corner.
0: That's dope. That's really dope. But my my big thing with all these games when they got announced, why did we not start with Player Unknown and end with Hellblade, or start with Player Unknown and end with Voids Bastards, or do you know what I mean? Like I just don't think Thomas was Alone was the right game to end on, because no. I was I was sitting there expecting the one more thing, the big one mm. on the, at number sixteen, especially the way they did it. Like every now and then they were doing it, coming back in, going out, coming back in. It was like. I'm mean, waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I was like, "Oh, okay." Thomas is alone. It's a great game, I've heard, but that's not. I wanted something. Hellblade for me would have been more exciting. Start. They didn't need to go PUBG. Hellblade. They could have went PUBG. Hold off. Hellblade. Boom. That's why. That's I thought, an
1: interesting anyway. point on that one. I think they started strong, like you said, and that might have been the attention span aspect. But I think yeah, people. People talked about Thomas was alone. I agree with you. That wasn't wow, blow my skirt up moments. But I also yeah. don't think that was like the last thing. You know, the last thing was, hey, we acquired these two studios. I think that's where they really that's wanted true. to put the icing on the cake. Yeah. And we got to mind you, like we said at the beginning of the show, low expectations. This yeah. was supposed to be a fan fest that they yep. tacked on a show to. Mm-hmm. And we weren't going to bring you that much. I think the big one, you're going to talk about it in just a moment, is 16 games coming to Xbox Game Pass, and so much more. That was the big selling point that they wanted you as the fan to know.
0: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, going off that, they announced that it's $1 for the month uh, for new subscribers or for existing subscribers. Six months is half price right now. I mean, it's at a great value point even without these deals. But these deals are on all the goddamn time. That I'm tempted to sit there and just buy like I got given like four years and end up giving it all away. Like I end oh, up sweet. putting six months. I put six months on my account, I put six months on Hayes' account just to try it out. And I gave the rest away to the fans. Um But I'm like, for the price point for the year. It's so worth it. So, so, so worth it. They also announced the Xbox One X uh, Black Friday deal will be coming at $399. Uh, Probably about $350 in the UK. We'll see because we usually get dicked over, so we'll find out. Um, Great price point for uh, the Christmas sales, obviously. I don't know if they're going to sell much. I feel like they're going to sell more S's than they will X's. But for people that do want that horsepower, you're going to get a good year out of it. Do I think you should buy one? If you're asking, MC Fixer, is right now the best time to buy an Xbox One X? No. Don't do it. Okay. Because I don't, I just don't think, I'm not sure about how long we got until Scarlet. I'm nervous for Scarlet for so many reasons. Number one, will I be able to play my Xbox, will my Xbox One X be able to play Scarlet games? I think it will. I generally do think it will. But, if it's going to announce it in 2019 for it to come out 2020, you ain't going to want to spend $400 or whatever it is UK for maybe two years. No, I don't think you need to. I think you should wait. If you've got an OG Xbox, maybe upgrade to a NES. If you've got an NES, sit tight and play your games, boys. But that's just me. What do you reckon, Mike? No, that's a that's a perfect way of putting it. I agree. You know,
1: I would be on the opposite side of I recommend you getting the X. I think you okay. should jump up there. If you got the 4K TV, you want to feel the true power. You want to know why Xbox is considered the best box with the graphics, with the horsepower. This is why you do it. You got to upgrade. And now I understand maybe some people are a little worried, just like Fix said. We don't know when this next Xbox is coming out. But the way that this console generation has gone and the way that people have talked about this, I truly believe that you're gonna be it's gonna be one of those cross-play scenarios. Everybody's gonna be on the same ecosystem. Yeah. And I think it's just gonna be a jump in technology standpoint. I don't think it's gonna be like, hey, we're leaving you behind. You can't play anymore. So I don't think you should truly be worried about that. You're gonna get another solid one to two plus years out of this console, if not more, if they keep everything together. If yeah. you're worried about it, just like Fix said, go get the S. I highly yeah. recommend that. Upgrade from that VCR to at least the S. It <laughs> runs smooth. It's got good uh, sample sizing is what they call that. Yeah. And I think it's right on the point, but I wouldn't ever be afraid to go up to the X because I love my Scorpio edition.
0: Love it. Oh, I oh, I love mine too. Thank you everyone for buying it for me. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, games we go this month. Exports uh, games we go for November Oh Battlefield 1 from November 1st to November 30th. Race to the Sun from November 16th to December 15th. Assassin's Creed from November 1st to November 15th. And Dante's Inferno from November 16th to November 30th. We've already gone long, Mike. I don't know how much time you got. You good to do fan emails this week, or you got to go? Let's do fan emails. Let's make it happen. All right. Let's get in there. If you want to email in, you can go to podcast at gmail.com and jump into Fixers Sack and hear what the people have to say. Oh, Jesus, messed that part up Any concerns? Any comments? Anything you just want to say higher? Let's hear it. First email we got this week is, gentlemen, how is your day going? Stuck at work at the moment, or writing this email anyway. Anyways, back to my point in hand. In terms of this generation, Xbox has come second. If we look at the overall sales it's set, again, in my opinion, I still feel Xbox is the best uh, Is the place to be, uh, best place, ex- well, let me try that again. Again, in my opinion, I still feel Xbox is the place to be best online experience. Game Pass, backwards compatibility, uh, the name chafee, reason why, again, just my opinion. My third question fold is, here we go. One, what do you, uh, what do Microsoft need to do to shake off the mistakes of the past going into the next gen? Two, do the studios they have uh, and they have signed uh, to Microsoft help them do that? Three, what do you want to see from these studios? Your favourite lurker, L dozo el dozo thank you so much for the email so i appreciate you let's start at the top here then uh what do you microsoft need to do to shake off their mistakes in the past for next gem Mike, what do you think they need to do we obviously remember that poor 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 poor, poor e3 uh, when the xbox one launched what do you think they need to do to shake off the rust for the scarlet edition
1: here's my stance you don't need to do anything further you got to stay the course You have just listed in that email so many awesome services, so many quality-of-life things that they have enhanced to make this the best ecosystem to game on. Now, you're probably yelling to yourself, no, Mike, they can't just stay the course. Well, guess what? Just like PlayStation has made them up their first-party levels Mm -hmm. later on in this question, that's what they're about to do. They understand you want big first-party exclusives. They're working on that as we speak. All these studio acquisitions... You best believe they know that that's one of their detriments right now. And that's why they're kind of behind. But truly, everything else that they have on this Xbox ecosystem is the reason why this is the
0: best gaming
1: community and
0: ecosystem
1: on the planet. First party exclusives are coming.
0: Yes, I'm 100% with you. Um, Me and Ross Miller used to say it when we started this podcast uh, three years ago. Being in second place is the best thing for us as fans. I want us to be in second place forever. Let me tell you why. We don't get Game Pass. We don't get backwards compatibility. We don't. We already had name changes, but we don't get these things. We don't get keyboard and mouse support. We don't get uh whatever it is. Whatever uh, uh what's the early access program called? Um game preview. Okay. We yeah. don't get any of it. It doesn't happen if you're in first because you know what happens when you're in first? You get complacent. Sony have shown it. They're tone deaf to cross play. You don't get cross-play from day one. Do you know what I mean? Second place for us, we're all, from from a fan perspective, we don't want Xbox to be winning. I generally mean that. I generally don't think we want Xbox to be in front of PlayStation. Because, unfortunately, companies see money. They stop putting in the effort, it seems like. That's what it seems like in generations. PlayStation beat Xbox. Xbox 360 beats PlayStation. PlayStation beats Xbox One. Where do we go from here? We shall see. Obviously, um, we missed out the PS2 there, I know, because the PS2 was the best; it killed everything. But my point I'm trying to make here is, I don't, I, I don't. What do they need to do to shake off the mistakes? Nothing. They're already improving, improving, improving. Second place, they're still making money, and that's where I want to keep them. Honestly, I don't have no shares in the Microsoft until I do. Stay in second, please. Yeah. And then when I've got shares, then I'll be pushing it even harder, let me tell you. That's how I feel. Would you, Mike, what do you think of that? Like, I generally do believe that, though, that second place gets us the best stuff. Fixture just
1: put it perfectly. And I would just be a little bit, I would word it a little bit differently of, I wouldn't worry about first or second place. I would worry about every time competition breeds excellence. When yes. PlayStation has amazing first-party exclusives, guess what? Now Xbox has got to bring it. Xbox gives you games pass, gives you so many quality of life things. Guess what Mm -hmm. PlayStation is going to have to do the same thing. And so all rising tides keeps everybody moving forward. And that's the big one. It doesn't matter. First or second place. Every time you do one thing, I got to do two things. Every time you do two things, I got to do three things. And You got to remember no matter what console you play on, no matter what fan you are, you are getting the best gaming experience right now because both of these consoles and nintendo too everybody's really have to raise their game to appease us the fans yeah. the community and you got to love that
0: hundred percent i i'm just a rift off of that is the the first party studios like you said we're already them. they've got studios now there's not a time they don't not have studios now once upon a time they didn't have the studios to produce the games they now have the studios and they're gonna produce the games so we go into we shouldn't go through that drought again where we have no exclusives we should have plenty of exclusives. Now the only problem is, is making sure the quality control of them are good. So yeah, number two question: Do you uh, do the studios? They have um, had they have signed help Microsoft do that? One hundred percent. I just just riffed off of that. Is yes, of course. You went. They've gone from. I think I could. I remember when I. I remember when I first got into um, the industry when I started to learn about Xbox and I brought up a Wikipedia page. Of Xbox's first party studios, and he was like there's not much to learn here. <laughs> it was Lions Head, it was uh Microsoft Studios, it was uh Blizzard not Blizzard, Jesus, Bungie back then, it, do you know what I mean? It was like, okay, cool, I know what I've got here. Now it's like, alright, I've got to try and remember them all. It's like the correlation that we've got. There's a ton of studios now. It's like which one did what playground? There's so much there now. And with the new acquisitions that they've got. They have built out a whole portfolio. My only worry is the quality of the game. Do I think these studios they've acquired can produce that? Yes, I think. I need uh, until devs need more more money to make a triple A game. I think Playground have already proven they can make a great open world. So I wonder what they're working on. Fingers crossed it is Fable. Um, I Obsidian. We know they make great RPG games. How good will their next one be? We don't know. But yeah, I think they've got—they definitely got their fingers in the right pies. We've got uh, Halo. We've got Gears of War. We've got a great racing game. Let's see where we go from
1: here. 100%, Fix. You hit it right on the head. You should feel confident that Xbox is making the right moves right now for your first-party titles. 100%.
0: Yeah. And last question, what do I want to see from these studios? Like I say, whatever they want. Personally, for me, is I never want to shoehorn... Um, team into something they don't want to do the best creativity comes from people that are free and get given the money to do what they want we've, we've seen that now with playstation and gorilla uh they took the shackles off them from Killzone and they come up with horizon zero dawn um yeah like look how great that game is can we get that now out of our new studios say our like again from xbox's new studios um the freedom the money and the time and that's the one thing we have to have this has all happened behind the scenes. So how far ahead are they really? We don't know. But it's going to take time. Patience is something that we all must have to get these great games. And I expect Xbox to be hard on these teams. I really do. Like, I expect them to want 10s. Like, obviously, I know every studio wants a 10. But I expect them to be like, look. Look at the competition. Look at Last of Us 2. Look at it. I want you to look at that game and I want something that damn good. Will these studios be able to up the level and get there? I don't know, but I hope so.
1: 100%. I just want games. Bring me more and more games. games. It doesn't matter if it's mid-tier, triple-A, high-tier, whatever you want to call it. The more games for us gamers is all that matters.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you very much for the email. That was a great one this week, my friend. Next up, High Fixer and Snowbite Mike. Not a question or an opinion, but a shout-out. And to show some recognition for what you uh, and you, sorry for what you and all the content creators do to provide entertainment and information to us internet community, I view a number of YouTube creators and various diverse subjects. Most work full time and create content as a hobby. Some are doing it full time to carve out a living, uh, doing something they love. I feel that you folks all, uh, all need to know that you are greatly appreciated for what you do. Love fishy, fishy. Thank you very much. Um, you legend! What a legend! And he's such a legend. I have to say that he's my uncle. he beat me up otherwise. Black belt in judo, so you have to be careful. <laughs> um, but fishy, thank you very much. I was at his house yesterday, literally talking about my journey. And um, fishy and uh, Marty are they're they're like the two of the best people that like. We were sitting there talking about things like, just like me and you were the small name, Mike, really. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't got where I wanted to get to. It's like, no, but the progression's there. We can see it. You can like, da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's not. And it's like, no, you're doing it. Keep doing it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But so I appreciate that email even more so. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mike. That's a, a beautiful, well said email. No doubt it gets me in my feels, but I know the big guy over here next to me, he's the one that's really grinding. He's the one carving it out. We're going to see him making big moves here real soon. And it's all about the hard work, the dedication, the patience, the never give up tenacity, the nature of the human being. And MC Fixer is showing you that. So the ups, the downs, the no matter what, this guy's coming to you each and every week with a podcast to step to, with awesome content on Twitch, on YouTube. And that's a lot of these content creators are doing to bring it out to you guys, no matter what they do. And it's a hard one. It's a fun one. Whether it be a hobby or your full-time job, mm-hmm. this is something you love. You're going to see them put in the work, put in the time and
0: effort, and you got to give them some love. I appreciate it, Mike. Don't make me cry on my own show, please. Um, <laughs> no, like, to give a shout-out to some people, I've been talking, me, me and my Twitch chat, have been having a deep conversation. Twitch.tv slash Fixer. So you can follow me. Um, but, yeah, it was, uh, we've been having conversations, like, people have been like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be like you and like your, your hard work. And I'm like, I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I just have it. Like, I feel lost when I'm not with you guys. I feel lost when I'm not doing my Xbox and me. That's not true. I've not missed my Xbox and me in three years. Three years. Three years. That's ridiculous. Um, 158 episodes. Never missed a week now. Nah. Um, it's ridiculous. But yeah, this community is great. Like, it's just fantastic. I love what we've built here. And hopefully uh, we can keep growing. But let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here. Who the hell was phoning me? Forget you. Um, we got to plug this week. Mike, boy Snowbike Mike. You can
1: find me on all social medias at Snowbike Mike. Of course, I'm bringing you live spicy game play, 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 play on Twitch.tv/snowbike mike, and go check out my YouTube Snowbike Mike Gaming. We got vlogs, we got sixty seconds of Hype. we got the game time podcast with me and the Patreon producer you all love. Tom Bach. We just put up the 2018 TwitchCon vlog. Let me tell you what. The TwitchCon vlog, incredible. Guess what else we did? We said, you know what, Snowbike Mike? If you want to be the best, if you want to be the next Andrea Renee, the next Ryan McCaffrey, you got to get out there. You got to grind like MC Fixer. So you know what we did? We went out on the show floor and we interviewed as many booths as possible. So you're also going to see a TwitchCon (laughs) 2018 interview section. So go click on those. Check
0: them out. Have some fun. Enjoy the hype. Definitely. Definitely do it. Twitch.tv slash snow by Mikey has a great live stream. The energy he brings. I it it's it's scary. It's too scary. It scares me. I'm not gonna lie. I get in there and I watch and I go, I gotta go out bed. This is too much for me. I'm out. Um <laughs> Usually because it's like midnight in my time zone. But uh, you can follow me at MCFixer on Twitter. The big one, of course, is Patreon. Patreon.com slash MCFixer. I am a full-time content creator trying to make full-time money. You can see how much I earn. It's right there for you. Um, I appreciate everyone that does support. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going up. I want to do a year-in-review podcast with Haley. Obviously, this has been a really weird year. Hayley losing her mom and Hayley's now having a heart attack and... It's just been a weird, 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 weird year for us. So I want to put that into a video to explain. Um, Some Patreon supporters have not got the level of things they should have got. Due to just things that have totally derailed me because of this. But I will be putting in a video very, 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 very soon. So thank you all for your patience. I love you all. Let's get out of here. I love you. Leave and see you all later. (laughs) Goodbye.